0: The brand sells. Anyhow, let's get this party started. Gentlemen, are we ready? Ready. Ready. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I am your host, Dale Cordray. I'm joined this week by the one true Ben. And Mike. And, um, well... The world didn't end at the uh at the end of twenty twenty. We didn't get December thirty-second, twenty twenty, or uh January first, twenty twenty new game plus. <laughs> um so we have an entire year to look forward to. Or dread. Or you dread know. well to yes. to to attempt to uh to practice Probably. foresight upon. Yeah, there we go. Probably. Because as is our want, we're going to make our predictions slash what have you about The coming year because it is almost as easy content as looking back over the over the previous year at the end of the year
1: well we have a little like you know (laughs) we have a little mini game going on this time because it's like hey we're gonna take a look at the things and see when they are supposed to come out and see if they actually will come out at that time yes (laughs) It's like everybody we're, we're going to
0: be we're making up our bingo cards today.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh shit. I'll be honest <laughs> with you um I'm I'm not bothering to uh recite the dates of the things that I'll be discussing tonight cuz um first of all if you're that interested you can just you know hit it in this in a search. And secondly, mm-hmm. uh it's probably going to change anyway, so what's the point of keeping that mental headspace? Very yes, indeed. But first
2: and
0: foremost, uh signal boosts, what we got?
2: Well, I'll uh, see, I've got a couple here. Uh part- thing
0: interesting over the week over this over the break. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
2: Well, I've got uh of course I've been watching uh WandaVision uh when it came out the other day. So well, I haven't yeah, gotten to st-
0: I haven't quite though. started that yet. I'm sure we'll do an episode
2: on it though. Oh yeah, I hope so. Uh and then And then I um I've been watching dimension 20, uh, some of their, uh, some of their stuff, uh, fantasy high and escape from blood keep.
1: And Ben was um, just telling me before, uh, we started recording that, uh, Matthew Mercer did a, uh, a guest spot on one of their episodes.
2: Yeah. Escape from blood keep. Actually it's a series. It's like a seven, uh, seven series long. It's like basically oh, we'll um, the
1: whole thing. It was like a limited run yeah. kind of deal
2: yeah yeah cool. it's like seven it's like seven episodes it started in february basically it's uh you know it's like evil light because it's the comedy version of of you know of a uh of an evil uh of an evil campaign
1: mm-hmm.
2: so, yeah, so Mac Mercer is playing you a know, Death Knight who's also rather artistic and slightly gay. Uh, so he's <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, rather artistic and slightly effeminate. Uh, you know, he's he's got his little group of there's you know, his little group of groupies. Uh, and then Erica Ishii from uh from the LA by Nate, uh, one that you uh, that you turned me on to, Mike. Uh-huh. Uh, she is playing the little the Spider Queen, who's basically an oval... <laughs> an overworked uh overworked mom of ten thousand.
1: so i i like her a lot and whatever she appears and she's got a lot of like earnest energy you know yeah like she yeah. really puts her all onto all the performances i can tell and has a lot of oh, fun yeah. that i can also tell
2: yeah and then there's there's some others uh in that one it, it's just uh it, it's dimension 20 they're kind of like on dropout tv they're almost like college humor uh they did fantasy TV or Fantasy High, which is basically uh a uh D training school. Um so, <laughs> so uh, you
0: said they're on yeah. Dropout. I like Dropout.
2: Yeah, it's also on YouTube. Uh mm-hmm. the stuff I've been watching is like a year, two years old. So Yep. Um so yeah, the uh the um the GM is uh hang on a second. Brennan Lee Mulligan. <laughs>
0: Bradley Mulligan's a lot of fun. He's a, uh, he's an old college humor name if, and face. If you've, uh, if mm-hmm. you've watched uh, the, a sincere message from tide CEO, uh college humor video that's Brendan Lee Mulligan, um, yeah. he was one of their more recent faces before they kind of dissolved into death.
2: Right. So, but yeah, it's uh it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Of course, I've been watching that. Uh, of course, my own, I can a signal boost myself. Uh, you
0: uh, never do that here. What are you talking about, Ben?
2: <laughs> my uh, first audio, the second audio book, the uh, first in the New Deal, uh, is coming out in March. Uh, Page of Swords comes out nice. on audio March 2nd. So Cool. Very nice. So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my signal boost. And Dingle Doodles has a new stuff? one out.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a couple things as well. Um, I... Uh, I played Knights of Pen and Paper a lot recently, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and um, it's actually uh, several years old. I think it was like 2016 or 2015, something like that, when it came out. But um, I'd, I'd heard good things, and I liked the the premise and picked it up on a Steam sale. And uh, it was pretty amusing. Um, I'm sure I'll pick up the sequel at some point when it's on sale as well. I got Knights of Pen and Paper plus one edition for $2.49. So, pretty good deal. It's usually like 10 bucks or so. Um, but yeah, it's like a, it's a meta thing where it's like you're playing a group of players and a DM playing a D&D type game. Uh, so, <laughs> it's kind of meta. Uh, and because you, you get to play, you, you pick the, per- the the person, the player, and then the class that they are. So you can have, like, for example, my party had a uh, let's see if I can remember what it consisted of. You can have up to five uh people, and you have to have at least two. Um, so I had a um a nerd, uh, let's see, a nerd is it mage? Yeah, mage. Uh, because you know, tropes and all that. Uh, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. And I had a jock warrior, because of course. And I had the pizza guy showed up and played with everyone. That's another person you can pick as the pe- this is just pizza guy. <laughs> and he was the cleric. And then there's just Mr. John, who appears to be like some business dude in his 30s or 40s or whatever. So the archetypical, oh, I don't really know how this works, but it looks fun. I'm going to try it kind of person. Uh, who's the paladin? I thought a businessman paladin was a funny concept. So he's like in his smart little suit, and but he's got like this paladin helmet. Uh, going on, which is kind of like, kind of like a Greek helmet, you know, it's, um, maybe without the, without the tassel fur stuff going on, kind of that Greco-Roman thing. Um, let's see. Uh,
0: Interesting. You said Mr. John and me immediately led m- made me to ping to, uh, the shadow run concept of, uh, of Mr. Johnson.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just a, just a few letters apart from that. Uh, was that yeah. five? Did I, did I mention everyone? Or am i skipping someone
0: you have the nerd the chuck the pizza guy and john that's so
1: what you're, you're one short? yeah i am missing someone um let's see paladin warrior mage cleric um well the fifth... a rogue? Hmm? oh yes that's right uh and that was the little brother who's like <laughs> hey can i play too and he has a little green blanket like wrapped around his head and shoulders to sh- to serve as the cloak you know nice. to be a rogue. and what's so this was, again It's called Knights of Pen and Paper. I'll take a look at that. That would be very apt because the little brother just shows up and wants to play and doesn't know what's going on. But it's like, all right, you can just stab things a lot, you know. (laughs) So I kind of went with like what would make sense and what would be good for comedic effect as far (laughs) as like my combination of the the players and their respective classes. So yeah, he was the rogue. Um, But yeah, there's also um, you know over the years they've added like DLC and added. Content with updates and stuff, and of course, as the plus one edition implies, it bundles a bunch of that stuff. But uh, there's a lot of funny pop culture references and um, little in jokes and stuff. It was a uh, it was a uh, like a mobile type game, um, but they released it on Steam um, more more recently. I'm not sure exactly what the time timing on it is, but um, anyway, the reason I bring that up is because towards the end of the story quests. Uh, a person named uh, Nabe Guel shows up in <laughs> Gordon Freeman's suit, and you have to find his magical crowbar that has been lost. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of silly jokes and pop culture references like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, and but, let yeah. me guess
0: he can't count to the he can't count to three.
1: Mm, they didn't make that joke, but I'm kind of disappointed they didn't. Um that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a conundrum because he can count to like you know several so many billion with all the money that Steam rakes in, but he can't can't he can't get three for some
0: well, beyond it it's the it's the old uh there's an old there's an old thing that got said that uh that i that got said on some vi- some YouTube video or another that I watched at one point because I'm always watching those YouTube videos, you know. Um, and that was speak when speaking about Valve. Why make video games anymore when instead you could just make money?
1: <laughs> right.
0: It's not like they they have to like they just make all the money.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean it's a rhetorical question, but you know, I guess the, uh, the actual answer would be people that want to do it for creative reasons.
0: Yeah, to, it's true. I know, mean, yes. But, but there's but there there's not they, really
1: much a steady evidence. exodus of those people from the company. So yeah, like, oh they looked around, saw the writing on the wall, and they're like, Oh, okay, so we're not making games anymore. All right, well, um good luck with that. Uh, but I'm gonna I go join I'll... a company that actually makes games. God, bye guys, gonna I'm games. gonna
0: go work for I'm gonna go work for <laughs> Bungie.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh anyway, nights pen and paper, um pretty good. Um other thing is uh, I started watching, well, I I, I should say I'm almost completely done with, because I I binged it pretty hard, uh, Black Mirror on Netflix, which I've heard so many things about, um, but just never really got around to. Mm -hmm. And uh, for people that aren't familiar, it is a um, kind of like a um, dystopian, near-future, Twilight Zone kind of thing that focuses on technology, hence the name Black Mirror, because it's like looking at your phone or tablet or monitor or whatever when it's turned Mm -hmm. off is the idea. Um, but yeah, um, it's very interesting and thought provoking and well produced and well acted and as the show, um, and, uh, British by the way, which I didn't realize going into it, um, that that's kind of, you know, that's completely neither here nor there. It's not better or worse because of that. Just worth noting, I guess, (laughs) it's based out of the UK and that's where the, um, ostensibly where things, uh, take place, um. Well, I guess it's not really ostensibly because at the very beginning, they established that with the prime minister and all that, but I won't get into all that.
0: And doesn't, isn't there something to do with a pig too?
1: Yes. A pig is involved. Um, it's a lot more interesting if you don't know what that specific situation is going (coughs) into it. So we'll leave it at that. Yes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, really interesting show. Um, there's a few episodes that aren't, uh, completely well i should say maybe like two that aren't completely depressing but most of them are <laughs> <laughs> completely
0: uh, depressing i like that that's, a, that's a...
1: The, the one that i can think of that's not completely depressing uh well it's not even just not depressing it's actually rather um endearing is the one called hang the dj <laughs> um and it's interesting i don't know anyway, that sounds
0: pretty depressing to me but oh well
1: well that's yeah it's it's a misnomer um, then again, I guess if you're a DJ, you might feel differently, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's kind of fun, like going in there and seeing, uh, if you can, you know, like making your predictions and trying to be like, all right, well, I'm going to predict twists this way and that, and what's going to happen. There's a lot of stuff that's predictable, but then there's a lot that's not as well. It's kind of a, a mix. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to see kind of like where you think it's going versus where it winds up.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, so it almost sounds as though Black Mirror is a forecast similar to what we're doing tonight.
1: Very well, power. some some of the stuff, uh, like you know, uh, there's an episode which you know, without getting into too many spoiler stuff, the the there's an episode called Nosedive Dive and the whole premise, which has been done many times, is uh, which is actually um, in many ways um, actually happening right now in communist China, is you have a social um, you have a social score, you have uh, a yep. rating, and every time you have an interaction with someone, you have the choice of rating them. And uh, it you know, devolves into a weird, very odd dynamic where everyone <laughs> is completely fake all the time because they're so desperate to get their score up because you have to have a good score to, like, you know, um, have anyone mm-hmm. respect you or, like, be able to get yeah, a house or whatever, jo- it, whatever the case may be. Credit,
0: and it is. One of the more terrifying things happening in China right now, which is
1: saying a lot, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good old, good old comments.
0: by the way, hi to like the two or three people who listen to us from China that probably can't now,
1: <laughs> so anyway, i won't uh, I won't babble any further. also,
0: to... your president looks like Winnie the
1: Pooh.
0: <laughs> man, does he hate people saying that about him?
1: <laughs> and they good. still have an active Twitter account. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> that's funny uh so what a, do you want to post
0: i got a couple things um uh similar to you i watched i've been watching a thing on netflix that i've been that i've heard good things about but had never gotten around to watching um in my case it is uh seven deadly sins which is an anime and quite entertaining um you got another you get you have yet another uh, circumstance wherein Japan thinks a lot of Christianity things are really neat, but doesn't actually get the point of any of it. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds unintentionally hilarious. I, I thought you were—I thought you were going to say the old trope where, like, a- anything that's Christian, especially uh, Roman Catholic Christian, always turns out to be the big evil, sinister antagonist. Well,
0: here's like, <laughs> that—that's not always the case. With that, that's always that's not all. That's not always, or even regularly the case with, uh, with anime. Um,
1: I think maybe I'm thinking is for me, it's more specifically like JRPGs.
0: Yeah. Now JRPGs, the church is always the, is always the final villain. That's true. Right. But, um, in general animes, they they like to animes that, that wow, I'm showing, that's not correct for pluralization. Anyhow, (laughs) um, anime really likes to appropriate, uh, Judeo-Christian iconography and words and just kind of slap them onto stuff, right? <laughs> it's like a any, sticker book for children. Yeah, without having and any concept of, <laughs> of, of, of like what it's supposed to be, um, you know, like what it represents or anything along those lines. Um, so, like the seven deadly sins are are the heroes of our of our story, um, and they at least get the t- the, the sins correct correct, um, but like they're the heroes. Because of course they are, or like the other great example is uh, there's uh, there, there's imagery in uh, in uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, one of the more famous anime out there, uh, which is they straight up stole which, uh, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar, the the Sephirot, which is the uh, tree of wisdom from Kabbalah. Okay, um, <laughs> not Sephiroth, the uh, boss from Final Fantasy VII, although they stole his name from the Kabbalah. Um, <laughs> but like they don't, but at the same time, that show doesn't have anything to do with, you know, Jewish, mi- Jewish mysticism. So, right. and the other thing I was going to, uh, <clears throat> signal boost, and I think I might've said something about it once before, but I will say it again. Um, there is a YouTube channel for the, for the, uh, British game show taskmaster, um, which I highly recommend as a very good laugh. Uh, if you want to watch some, if you want to watch comedians doing things that they are honestly pretty uncomfortable with doing because it's
1: completely outside of their wheelhouses. Um, oh yeah, I do recall you mentioning this. It's a good premise. Whenever you say Taskmaster, I just can't help but think of the Marvel villain Taskmaster. I just immediately think of the skull and the sword and sword. Yeah, ship. well,
0: in this particular case, um, it's called Taskmaster because the people are set tasks to do and must do them at the behest of the task minister.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you, John Madden for that thrilling analysis. <laughs> Thanks for straightening me out. I would have been hopelessly lost. You're very welcome.
2: <laughs> so in order for it to
1: be a John Madden to be like,
2: so what they're doing,
1: <laughs> you know, they're you got to catch pass. those passes for positive yardage there, Al, <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's a lot better than when you don't catch the pass.
2: And you see, yeah, and of course it needs X's and O's and drawings. So
1: you have to throw the ball far enough, but not too far, mm-hmm. to get that completion. <laughs> well,
0: it reminds me of uh, one of my most say one of my, one of my featured uh, photos on Facebook, and I'll just briefly read it to folks. Read it out here um, if I can get to it. What the hell? Here we go. View as. Oh, I can't get to it. Never mind. Fuck it. Uh, it's funny though. I'll I'll put it on the I'll put it on the Working Theory Productions Facebook page.
1: Okay. Alrighty then.
0: When well, I'm not tired and slightly drunk, because <laughs> this wasn't my first glass of whiskey, this was just what I still had.
1: That's like a blast from the past. What are you drinking tonight, Neil?
0: I know, what are you right? Drinking tonight. <laughs> the answer was yeah. uh, Jameson uh, Irish Whiskey Castmates Stout Edition, which is uh, an Irish whiskey finished in uh, finished in barrels that had uh, previously aged uh, stout beers. Ah,
2: okay. Right
0: nice. Middle middle priced uh, Irish whiskey. I'm big on Irish whiskeys, not as much as I am as uh, on Scotch, but Scotch is a lot more expensive. So,
2: <laughs> indeed. <clears throat> all right, Tilk. <laughs> what? Indeed. Ah, uh, yes, that is a Tilkism. I have been. Uh,
0: I had started rewatching SG One and got bogged down because, like, the first five episodes were all Samantha Carter. Is a woman, but that doesn't make her any less capable than a man. See, you I know, haven't quite. even
1: really watched that show that much. I just kind of started doing—I don't know That's just kind of a micism, the whole mm. Indeed thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it's. I, uh...
1: <laughs> I feel like I—I'm I, channeling more uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn when I do it myself. Just picture right. me with my hands clasped, disciplined behind my back and ramrod posture, and my eyes narrowing slightly, akin to Batman looking out over Gotham. <laughs>
0: oh yeah so 2021 right where do
1: we want to start this mess mm. good question <laughs> well i i will kick things off um with something because uh actually it's a it's a bit of a small theme because when i was um corralling media things to gab about i noticed we have both um Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, and Werewolf the Apocalypse to look forward to this year. Very much looking forward to both. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, the uh, Completely you know,
0: different uh, developers.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that should be stated. Um, so Bloodlines 2 is going to be more... Um, well, it's it's I guess it's a little unclear as to I guess one could say like a, a more opened up version of the first one. I'm sure the gameplay will be different in good ways as far as like the combat not sucking so much. Um, huh. hopefully anyway. Um, but uh werewolf the apocalypse as I understand it is more of a traditional like It's a third person action game. game. Yeah, Apparently. kinda like your your God of Wars, your devil may cries, that kind of a thing.
0: Except you can turn into a fucking uh uh, can't think of the name of the form in in uh, first. It was Geru in in uh, in a uh, in, uh, in, in where, uh, Werewolf. How oh, did uh, they change the name? Yeah, the name was different.
1: Do you just mean the first edition, or do you mean like the entire revamp of it where it changed to Forsaken as opposed to
0: Apocalypse? Yeah, For Apocalypse versus Forsaken. They changed ah. all the names. They changed all the form names.
1: I'm not really familiar with the uh, with the Apocalypse version of that game, so I would not know. But yeah, I mean, hey, third-person action game where you can wolf out. I'm on board for that. Yeah. And um, on top I am, of that, the Wad license, you know, is, if you pull it off, is, is very good.
2: Right. It's true. I'm very much looking forward to it. And then Play-ups. we've got, um, of course, got several Marvel movies coming out this year. Maybe.
1: Hopefully. We're coming out to HBO Max. Um, we shall see how the timing works out. Although, um I'd say, say pretty much most of it will probably be at least you know if we're talking about just the entire year Mm -hmm. at the very least towards the end of the year I would imagine. Um, I'm hopeful, cautiously. At the same time,
0: I am, I am pessimistically optimistic, (laughs) if that makes sense. Like, no, I'm sorry, I am hopefully pessimistic. Let's let's put it that way. I I very much would like for things to get back to something resembling normal. But at this point, I wouldn't be surprised
1: if we if it doesn't. Well, we have uh, Black Widow and uh, Eternals. Mm-hmm. What other Marvel stuff is out there? Gonna get some more.
0: Uh, I think we're supposed to get uh, we're supposed to get Loki this year or next year. I can't remember.
1: Um, are we mixing in shows? Or are we just talking about movies? Um, I
0: figured we just talk about Marvel stuff in general. Marvel in general. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I I kind of uh, I kind of. I was already kind of checked out because um, all the talk about the Disney plus Marvel shows where it was all over the place and there weren't solid dates. And then the pandemic happened. And I'm just like, I just kind of threw my metaphorical hands up and said, all right, well, it'll come out when it comes out. And I'm not going to really take the time. Like perfect example is WandaVision released and, you know, like,
0: I didn't even realize I it was out it until happened. a couple people mentioned <laughs> just something like, yeah, about so it. So I checked it out on Facebook. Nothing. I'm like, "Oh, what? Okay."
1: okay. All right. <laughs> Granted, it was only like a day or two after it released, but still, like it it happened without me realizing it happened. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Loki thing. Uh, I'm I'm a sucker for you know MCU Loki and you know Tom uh, Hiddleston in general. So I'm on board. Tom Hiddleston and I share a birthday. Ah, that's cool.
2: And that you
0: both have one.
1: It's all the same day, I mean. <laughs> so uh am I right in that I thought I heard about the premise in the Loki show at least for some of it was in uh end game whenever he uh he like teleports out like he's kind of like hopping around in different realities or times or whatever is that a thing.
2: That um, seems to be the so
0: premise. What I got uh from my um my Read on it was that um, Loki scheduled to premiere by the way in May of 2021 um, mm-hmm. and actually well pretty much what I, what I was thinking was also what is listed as the premise on uh, Wikipedia. Uh, essentially, Loki gets caught by time police because he's supposed to be dead um, and they are um, and, and, um, and essentially they put him to work fixing history.
1: <laughs> so Jean-Claude That's... Van Damme shows up and is like, freeze. <laughs> so
0: this exactly. is, this is,
1: this is kind of like the, uh, like, uh, government, um, capturing a black hat hacker and be like, all right, you work for us now, or we throw you in a dark hole for 30 years or your life as or whatever. I
0: understand it. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Well, that could be fun.
0: Essentially like, and, and also as I understand it, uh, some of what they're going, at least the kind of the read I've gotten is that some of what they're going to be doing is they're going to be um, appropriating some of the stories from uh, the comics run of uh, of uh, Loki, Agent of Asgard.
1: Hmm. They just need to have uh, make sure there's enough wiggle room going on that uh, you know Loki can still Loki it up because well, there's you know,
2: one there's one part in there that just makes me lose like yeah that's Loki because you know they're showing up he's got you know uh, his own. Um, you know, like campaign stickers and you're like, Oh, come on. What did you expect?
1: <laughs> well, I just, uh, you know, From the trailer, I That's yeah. want I make sure they're, uh, you know, they're mm-hmm. properly cautious of the fact that the premise is that he is doing good things on the side of good. Uh,
0: well, that, that, you know, that's the thing low- he's doing it. He's doing it begrudgingly.
1: Yeah. Cause he has to, sure. sure. I'm just saying yeah. like, you know, how that works out in terms of like what he does and the situations he's in, you know? Because you got to have the premise to do the thing, to have the material or whatever, to you know, churn out all that content. But at the same time, you don't want to lose the essence of the character in the process. Yeah, I'm sure they would be conscientious of that. But you know, there's always
0: like they're. I don't. I doubt they're gonna. They're gonna fuck up Loki because he's one of the more popular characters in uh, in the MCU, despite how little screen time he's gotten comparatively.
1: Right. Also, Owen Wilson is gonna be in. (laughs) wow yeah wow (laughs) well part of it is that just uh when when the first avengers movie came out and of course loki was the chief villain in the first avengers uh, they had such a um they had such a lack of quality villains that i mean don't get me wrong he killed it but the fact that he killed it and there were no other decent villains like Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) we were starved for a fun compelling charismatic villain you know right so yeah he kind of came along at just the right time
2: this is true well at, you know prior to that you know all the villains died you know in every every yes why well,
1: that's exactly see I said we had a lack of villains and uh, often that was because they just decided to kill them off uh, quite mm-hmm. unnecessarily in some cases <laughs> right it's yeah like, that was that yeah, was that's definitely not, uh,
0: not great a real problem you got to stop like killing your villain the the main reason let's face it the main reason that Batman doesn't kill the Joker is because if he did that, then they'd stop being able to sell Batman comic books. Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's the same reason why Arkham has a revolving door. (laughs) Right. Whether that be uh, because they decide to be all woke and be like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Let's let him off with a good behavior promise. Or it's like, Oh, hey, they busted out for the 50th time, you know, like no matter wh- how and when and why it happens, it always happens. Right. There you go. It's just one of those core conceits. It's just like the whole, you know, um, characters dying, but not really dying because comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those things you just have to kind of shrug your shoulders and accept, you know, because <laughs> if you think about it too long, you know, you'll be
0: like. I, r- <laughs> I remember in college hearing, uh, hearing the line, hearing, hearing. What was at the time an accurate quote, which was, in comics, nobody stays dead except for Uncle Ben, Jason Todd, and uh, and
2: Captain Marvel?
0: No, no, no. Does I had it long? and I lost it. Ben Stacy? No, no. It was Uncle Ben, Jason Todd, and uh, oh, and, and Bucky. Ah. Since that quote came out,
1: <laughs> Bucky
0: and Jason Todd have both been brought back. <laughs>
1: Well, he, I I would posit I'm, that I'm that waiting for
0: uncle, I'm waiting for
1: Uncle Ben to get reborn as some sort of Spider-Man villain. <laughs> I mean, that makes it even more of a powerful quote in the fact yeah. that two of the three have already <laughs> defied the quote. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, actually, when Stacy
0: uh, is only dead in some universes.
1: Well, I mean, you could say that about anything though. When you start getting into that multiverse shit, I mean, yeah.
0: Right? Well, Spider-Man does a lot has been doing a lot in that multiverse shit like spider-verse what has been has been a thing for a while it's Spider-Man's just spider-man's you know, been having crossovers with himself for a while that stuff can time.
1: be that stuff can be good sometimes i just don't want it to be like a giant crutch which it sometimes is yeah
0: but we get to enjoy spider's man
1: which is a <laughs> bundle
0: yes spider's man who Spider-Man. is a uh, man he, he he is a uh he is a colony oh of spiders Oh, inside a, a spider-man suit who th- who collectively think that they are peter parker
1: okay i thought you were just pluralizing like spider-man or
0: no what? no i'm actually speaking about a specific um marvel character a specific marvel character spider's man which again is Earth, one of those from Earth 11 580
1: because it's um, an anime, but then you you have females involved too because you have like spider gwen it's, it's kind of like x-men where it's got men in it but it's really a catch-all yeah. anyway yeah digressions <laughs> sorry. um no, that's part of what makes Spiders it. Uh, Man is so still. <laughs> it's such a stupid idea. <laughs> well, you know, it's comics. That's the other thing is mm-hmm. if, if there's a stupid idea, if you think it's the stupidest idea, if you didn't do enough digging, you'll find a stupider idea. That's the other ironclad law of comic books.
0: <laughs> I have a thing that I'm looking forward to happening this year. Hmm. Cyberpunk 2077 coming out in a playable state.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and such unbridled optimism that will happen, twenty twenty one. Well, man. actually,
0: like I'll—I'll I'll be honest. I played twenty seventy seven. I—I beat it. I enjoyed the heck out of it. A few gripes and complaints, but I greatly <laughs> enjoyed the game. Uh, you can check out the uh, the vods of the stream um, on my Twitch channel. They're also going to be going up on my YouTube channel at some point when I get around to putting them there. Ha <laughs> ha ha! Self plug. Um,
1: oh, we should also. Um specify that this is a pc version with a yes this was
0: the pc PC version on a computer that is capable of running it and streaming it in in 1080 p to twitch at the same time so your mileage may vary but i enjoyed the game
1: (laughs) see this is one of those things where like um if somebody had told me uh, like (laughs) earlier in in 2020 or even 2019 at some point after the game had been announced Hey, uh the game's going the game release is going to be such a clusterfuck that the the, the company's stock is actually going to plummet a good amount. I'd be like, "You're out of your mind." <laughs> but here we are.
0: Well, the company C- CD Project Red, like their stock was going to drop um when the game came out anyway. Um because uh riding high on the concept of uh of a well-released game of a well-released very hyped game um that that's a peak that that if you are playing the market, you actually want to sell at. Yeah. Keep in mind, we do not offer any actual financial advice here on Geek Anthology. This is just this is just Neil's analysis of market trends.
1: It's the the extent of the advice is trading places? Yes. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. Gee, who'd have thunk it?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> like, but but if you but if you look at if you look at uh, at uh, stock arcs. Uh, at big i at at big uh like product releases or events or things along those lines, stocks tend to peak and then drop because people are like, okay, now's a good time to sell because the hype is good and everybody wants this stuff. And there's also uh, which, the
1: whole like uh, there's the whole uh, like yeah. projection and uh, romantic romanticization idealization mm-hmm. of what it is and how well it's going to go versus cold stark reality.
0: Yep, and then the f- bomb which which contributed to the minor stock drop-off that was going to happen anyway and turned it into a small plummet
1: yep well i think that's our first stock market digression is that geek anthology history <laughs> in the making <laughs> right. with a geeky twist of course but mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, yeah, what's so... geekier
0: than what's geekier than, than statistical analysis of uh well, of the, of the movement of, of uh economic uh very true indicators and uh, and arbitrary
2: numbers mm-hmm. I think that's where gen uh, venturing more into nerd, but you know, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of overlap. Um, technically. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's actually also a thing I've been watching a lot on YouTube recently. It's a very fun game show that airs on dropout and then uh, airs later on, uh, YouTube. Uh, oh, um actually, made, yeah. Made by the, by the college humor people called Um actually, which is a game about correcting, the error in a geeky set in a geeky statement
1: <laughs> yeah i saw um the uh critical role cast members guest starred on an episode so that kind of put it on my radar and i love yeah. the premise it's a great premise
0: there's another episode that just had matt mercer on it and i don't know if there was m- one that had i think more, it was but...
1: mercer and marisha yeah.
0: ray but I, I i definitely know like the only person i rec- recommend from critical role is mercer because i just i don't care about critical role Sorry,
1: yeah, to apologize, I don't care about Doctor Who. Of course, I haven't really given it a proper go either. But. Exactly. I mean,
0: I've tried to watch. I've watched a few of their things. I've watched some of their one-offs, but I have difficulty getting excited about actual play podcasts, including the couple that I've been in. Uh, <laughs> so, like,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's like one of those things. It's a, it's a format, right? So if you're not enthused yeah. about the format, it doesn't matter how well the format. It, it's kind of like genres of music, you know? Yeah. Like if you're not big into country music, then it doesn't really matter if the person is like a legendary country artist or band that is, mm-hmm. you know, like the, uh, you know, like the, one of the best examples of the genre It's like, you still don't care for the music. It's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: in any yeah. case,
0: um, all I was thinking was, uh, of was, um, there was, a the episode that had Matt Mercer in it, there was a, uh, one of their shiny questions, which is a question that's not just a question, it's like a multi-part thing, had, uh, we're going to lay out a scenario that happens in a round of combat in Dungeons & Dragons. You need to tell us everything that's wrong with it. (laughs) And what was really hilarious about it was that Matt Mercer identified three things in it that the people who wrote the question didn't realize at the time when they were writing it were wrong.
1: (laughs) Is this one of these, like, uh... (laughs) tell me like um write every instruction every step of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich kind of scenario where um, it's like oh you didn't actually specify that you untwisted the the lid and took No it off. no 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 <laughs> not not that pedantic but they were like um like
0: but they were like uh it was something about like so this guy doesn't have so so this class doesn't actually have proficiency in this weapon but you said that he stabbed it with it and the thing you said that you were trying to say was wrong was that it wasn't magic. When in fact he couldn't have stabbed him with it in the first place. Uh, <laughs> like the, the druid can't wield the can't wield this sword or like I can't remember what it was, but it's like oh uh, yeah yeah we were going for it needs to be silver and magic to damage the pit fiend. We didn't even think about proficiencies. Whoops.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's Matt fucking Mercer. <clears throat> <laughs>
0: and there were there were a few examples of that it was like it was actual rules rules lawyery that yeah. um that it it was just more rules lawyery than the rules lawyers who wrote the question
1: came up with <laughs> rule exception yep um oh you know while we're on the topic of mercer i might as well bring up another thing that's on my list um there's a uh, well i should start by saying critical role uh, the the company um recently launched uh another I don't know, whatever you want to call it, another sub company or division or whatever called Darrington Press, where they're going to be like making their own uh, board games and stuff like that. And um, he is uh, he's actually um, lead designer on a, on a new RPG, tabletop RPG game called Syndicult. So it's kind of like a combination of the words Syndicate and cult. And then the uh, conceit is that you're in a city that has a bunch of like mafia gangs, but they also do magic. So that sounds interesting. <laughs> that sounds a lot like the premise of uh, the watch. It kind of reminds me, it's got a little bit of like, um, I don't know, it's got a bit of like Shadowrun without the high tech stuff going on. And it's, it's also, it reminds me of the, the computer game Syndicate. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting premise alone, but with Mercer designing it, um, I, it's on my radar because um, he's, he's really good at the world building stuff. Um, so you take an interesting premise like that and then execute it well. It could be really really cool game.
2: Yeah, that's another thing I should uh, I should signal boost the watch. <clears throat> uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's based on Terry Pratchett's um,
0: the watch books, right?
2: Yep. So and I'm liking it so far because it's it's actually it's not just this whole, you know, oh this character is, you know, this it, it starts off kind of, you know, this character is just a you know, a failure at what he does and he just you know, the way he is. Um because as it turns out, what made him into a you know, a slovenly drunkard is mm-hmm. the um you know, is the is the core premise of the entire rest of the series. Well,
0: cool. I've 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 I enjoyed uh, the watch books um mm-hmm. from if you're if you're not familiar Terry Pratchett's uh, Discworld, I was trying to say Ringworld, but I knew that was wrong. Ringworld's something else. That's new. Um, <laughs> um, The Color of Magic is the first one that he wrote, um, featuring Rincewind the the wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Guards, Guards, uh, and the spin offs that all featured the uh, Night Watch of Aunt Morpork, um are really some of his best works. And that's saying something because man was the guy
1: prolific Very true. up
0: until his brain started to go. And even then, he continued to write. He had a lot of notes.
1: Uh, you know, the uh, talking about <clears throat> um, authors and fantasy books and predictions that just kind of gave me a, a thought. Um, <laughs> as far as predictions go, I think Ben knows where I'm going with this. Uh, <laughs> does anyone want to predict that the Winds of Winter actually comes out in 2021? I won't take that bet. yeah i won't either (laughs) so we're all on the same page that somehow some way he'll find a way to not release it until 2022 yeah okay this is going to be like an annual tradition at this point a
0: couple bucks on it depending on the odds but that's more sort of just a Kind of like how you bet on the long shot in Kentucky. You put a 10 spot on right. the long shot in the
1: Kentucky <laughs> yeah, <Derby. it's> like, <laughs> Now, how many other projects will he release it, during the year whilst not actually releasing book six of a song of ice and fire? <laughs> yeah, that would be the uh the side bet there. Uh, yeah. well, what's funny is if that holds true. It's over under. <laughs> yeah, if the uh if if the Winds of Winter doesn't come out until 2022, um as we all suspect, mm-hmm. it will officially be 10 years since Paul and the Storm released the "Right Like the Wind video and song. Ten years. <laughs> we're at nine right now. Seriously, by the way, if you haven't heard it, it's hilarious. Go to YouTube, watch it. It's it's great. I had the privilege of watching Paul and the Storm at uh, PAX Prime 2012, and they were fantastic.
0: What? Uh, You've been to PAX? I've never heard about this before. <laughs> Sorry. It's one of the things that, that comes up from you almost as much as me going to Japan comes up, so, for me.
1: Well, to be fair, there were so many different... Um, things involved in that, uh, yeah. that trip that it's actually relevant it's not just you know a humble right. brag
0: <laughs> going to japan wasn't a humble brag i just like talking about
2: how cool it was
1: to be there i was still talking about me man don't be defensive okay
2: <laughs> you threw yourself in front of that bus man <laughs> that's True. that's
0: <laughs> besides i just wanted to lampshade the trope because it's like you know, we all have things that come around that come around so often.
1: Um, I, I, I'm kind of rooting for it to be a full ten years now, just so that I can you know spread so that can... fact around and amuse people with it.
0: <laughs> just so they feel like, well, Paul, so so the 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 trick there is that you tweet at Paul and Storm and say, please, for the love of God, don't write a song about him about the next one because it'll be twenty.
1: Yeah. See, I. <laughs> I, there, there's no way I would credit them with jinxing anything, considering you know, <laughs> I think that ship sailed a long time ago. That's right. Anyway, enough, enough digression. Um,
0: what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Um, so I have a prediction that I'm gonna try and actually make happen because it's actually something I have control over. Um, I know every year I'm like, yeah, this will be the year that we really push the podcast. Um, I have one specific goal this year, and that is at some point, to get a sponsor, a brand deal, something along those lines. Just to draw in a little bit of revenue and maybe actually finally break even on the cost of keeping the website and everything up. Mm -hmm. Um, To that end, I am making this pledge right now, and I will update the website at some point here soon. Any product that Geek Fanthology endorses... Will at the very least be something that I personally am willing to would be willing to endorse as well and use. It's not something where I'm I will never do a blatant cash grab of you know like we're probably never gonna we're probably like I'm probably never gonna take money from Raid Shadow Legends um because I don't think that game's very fun
1: or like the Emoji movie <laughs> something that you just would never like <laughs> like uh, that's quality entertainment. I, yeah, like
0: if if there is ever a if there is ever some some sort of ad on this uh, on this podcast, mm-hmm. it will be something that I actually believe in, and I will try to make it so that it's something that Ben and Mike can believe in too. Even though technically they don't have
1: as much say in that matter as me. Harvey Dent, <laughs> we believe in Harvey Dent. Yeah, actually, I should probably. Uh on the emphasis i should probably say emoji not emoji because when you say emoji it sounds like they're all like you know they have flippy hairs and uh, <laughs> you know, they're, they're and, so dark and, and there's and, all this all, the, all this eye shadow going on like
0: speaking <laughs> of you know if my chemical romance wanted to wanted to sponsor this podcast
2: i'd be down if my Chemical Romance legitimate legitimately good music uh becca would be all over it
0: okay. yeah no, like I mean, my my chemical <laughs> romance was like when um a digression number, I'm not sure I've lost count of the of the <laughs> night. Um it MCR was really big when I was in high school. And at the time, I was like, shh, fucking emos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um
0: and completely dismissed it. They legitimately rock. <laughs> yeah, they are they're just like,
1: yeah, they're really talented musicians, like like <laughs> solidly good. Um Well, that's the thing is that there's such a glute of it, and I can totally understand being turned off by, you know, it's one of those things where it's like um, the fandom turns you off of the actual product. Is that fair to say?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's a glut, not a glute.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm saying glute. That would be a butt muscle. Yes. Sorry. um, Yes. No, I appreciate um, that. So I'm not referencing butt muscles unnecessarily. Three three
0: or four years ago, the last time I was at Tokyo and Tulsa. God, I remember cons.
1: Uh, Vision Con is supposed
2: to happen this year.
0: Yeah, I believe that when it happens. Um, it's supposed to happening. I'm sorry. What now? Uh, Vision Con is supposed to happen in May. I, 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 don't, I don't believe it yet. I, I got my fingers crossed, but I'm not sure I believe it yet. In any case, last time I was yeah. in Tokyo and Tulsa, um, I went to the karaoke room uh, one night, and a guy who was cosplaying as Gerard Way was singing a lot of, of MCR songs. I was like... Huh. You know, I've never really listened to My Chemical Romance. Huh. Well, these songs are pretty good. <laughs> okay. <songs> suck. <laughs> I could, I, I could, I could check out like, hmm. Let's check out a couple of their other songs. And I ended up like listening to their entire discography, and like they're really <laughs> goddamn good. Um, I'm looking forward to the theoretical fourth album that's supposed to be happening either this year or next year,
1: because
0: <laughs> they they got back together. If uh, people didn't, if people didn't hear about it two years ago.
1: That yeah. would be a great name for a mal- for an album, actually. The theoretical fourth album. Theoretical fourth album. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd uh, you'd you'd hear from one of those, like you know, I don't know, like a like maybe a They Might Be Giants album title, right?
0: It <laughs> does sound like a They Might Be Giants album. Yeah. Um,
2: theoretical, yeah, or just theoretical.
1: Yeah, theoretical album, just even yeah. without the number.
0: Well, I mean, we're working Theory Productions, which I was amazed was not a. Business name that had already been stolen by so, that had already been snatched up. By yeah, someone I was else. a little
1: surprised by that too. Honestly, it's
0: like how how is it that no one's filed a <laughs> filed an incorporation or LLC under that name? Well, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> Technically, we we are neither, but we still have the trademark at this point because we've We're been a, a operational for this is this is year six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if anyone tried to become Working Theory Productions. Um, then I could actually like I could pursue I could pursue trademark infringement. At least I think I
2: could. We've been you, doing this for six years.
1: Hasn't this is this years. is year six. This is season six. That is well, but actual like calendar years, isn't it? Aren't we in the fifth year?
0: Uh yeah, until September. Well, there you go. Oh, let's
1: see. Time has no meaning. Yeah. Yay.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I can use the TM symbol technically for uh for Working Theory. I can't use R because it's not a registered trademark, but that's more of a um what you call it that that that's paperwork.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next thing. So okay, we've covered some
2: games, we've covered talking. some uh, movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Neil's going to try and make money off the podcast for once,
1: right? Oh, um, something I did want to touch on because I was I was looking at um, game releases ahead of uh, recording, and there's one I hadn't. I think I like heard briefly, like the concept maybe, and then forgotten about it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a game called Gotham Knights that's going to be coming out this year, which is like kind of like the Arkham type games, uh, how they've gotten bigger and more open th- as that franchise has developed. But this is like mm-hmm. a full on, like the entire fucking city. <clears throat> And the premise is, and it's funny because we just talked about how no one really dies in comics. But the mm-hmm. premise is that Bruce Wayne dies, <clears throat> and then all of his like uh, sidekicks and associates and stuff are holding down the fort and protecting Gotham. So you've got like you've got Nightwing and Robin and um, Batgirl and the Red Hood, and um, it's like a big open world co op game where mm-hmm. you can you know do co op archemy stuff. And it looked really slick. the graphics looked great, and the trailer mm. was badass and um yeah, so it just kind of it did what a trailer was supposed to do. got me all pumped up about the the game. It's a great concept, and if they execute it well, it' be really fun uh, so I just hey, yeah. angle.
0: that was a game I remember hearing about for twenty uh twenty one that I'm looking forward to.
2: what's
0: that we could do uh we could do some some play on it of it uh for the in the game in the group sometime like as a group sometime back for blood. Which is the number four. Um, being released by uh Warner Brothers Interactive developed by Turtle Rock Studios, uh, which is um, a bunch of people who used to work for Valve. Um, it's essentially Left 4 Dead 3. Huh. Oh, nice. Except it's not Valve, so they can't call it that. Right. Um <laughs> But like Turtle Rock Studios got a bunch of people who worked on the first two left for dead games who awesome. wanted to keep making games. It's supposed to come out in June. Um, and I think that would be a good thing to like get together. And
1: well, that's, that's, yeah. uh, that's very cool to hear because uh, <clears throat> I wanted this is one of my biggest, uh, by the way, this should be a um, I think This should be an episode in and of itself, which is biggest gaming disappointments. Okay, uh, where it anticipated, yeah. where you anticipated a video game and then you, uh, and then it came you, out. Haven't and, like, we done that once? Well, we've done that in general. I don't think it was video game specific. Okay. We're, we'll look into it, but. Yeah. I and mean, uh, we could always do it again. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, we could focus on the video game angle, but mm-hmm. um, there is, uh, so I, um, I played. I know we uh, did games that didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll check out the old archives and yeah. we'll circle back to that, but. Um, we've been doing this for six years.
0: We might end up repeating ourselves once or twice.
1: It can happen. Five and a half. But. Sometimes, sometimes updates are are warranted, or we don't have enough time to cover all the material. But anywho, mm-hmm. um, so I played the uh, I played Payday and Payday Two. Those are great games, especially the sequel, uh, which is still being updated to this day. I think it was like 2012 when that came out, um, something like that, maybe a little earlier. But anyway, point is, Payday Two is amazing, and the developers were basically going to be doing a. Left for dead. See, because payday is already kind of a left for dead thing, and in, in that it plays a lot like that. Only instead of taking on zombie hordes, your criminal's doing a heist job, and you have waves of law enforcement coming after you. Um, if you're not, you know, if you're not stealthy enough, right? Um, yeah. Anyway, great gameplay, really good stuff, a lot of fun. And they were tasked. I think it's. I, I want to say Tripwire is the name of the developers. Yeah, uh, they were they were tasked with doing the official walk the Walking Dead game, and I'm like, holy shit! It was already like Left for Dead, and then you've got the official Walking Dead license with these guys as developers. This is going to be amazing. This is like peanut butter and chocolate. And then the game actually came out and it was kind of a dumpster fire, and it wasn't that good, and it was really disappointing. Nobody nobody liked it. <laughs> so uh, it's it's very good to hear that um, the actual most of many of the actual Left 4 Dead uh, developers will be coming out with a uh, another Left 4 Dead-esque game. Yeah. Because, you know, that uh, <laughs> that Walking Dead game, hoo boy, <laughs> what a stinker. Sorry, I
0: know I'm kind of away from microphone a little bit. I don't know how well people can hear me.
2: My wrist are starting to hurt. So, time to... You know am no, blind from that.
0: <laughs> eh, it's not true. You don't lose nearly enough zinc. Which is the only real way it could cause blindness, it's massive mineral deficiency. Now, just i've I've got I've got jank in my left wrist. I'm trying to prevent it from happening in my right wrist.
1: So let's see what else is on the old list here. Um, oh, yeah, Baldur's Gate three, which is an uh, early access right now, has been for a little while now. Mm-hmm. And that'll eventually see a full release, which uh, from what I've seen and <clears throat> what people have said, it's like, you know, solid and promising, but you know, it's got mm-hmm. a ways to go, which is the whole idea. Um, but okay. I'm just glad I didn't get sucked into that whole. <laughs> hey, let's purchase the game and be a glorified beta tester. It's like, no, no, thanks. I'll just wait for the actual full game to be released. Yeah, I know I have enough games to play as it is. I don't need to start, you know, <laughs> getting in on them before they're done. Right. But <laughs> hey, if people want to do it. More power to them. It's just, you know, I don't really have any interest in paying full price or next to full price for a incomplete game that now it's going to be buggy and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's one of those like longest times but be- um between a game and sequel in history because Baldur's Gate 2 was like I want to say 2000. It was it came out about 20ish years ago. So, yeah. It'll be roughly 20 years between Baldur's Gate 2 and Baldur's Gate 3.
0: Baldur's Gate 2 came out in September 2000.
1: You were correct. Yep nailed it of course you know they've been making money hand over fist with all those enhanced edition of all those classic isometric rpgs which hey more power to them because they're introducing a new generation of people to classic games and uh
0: Uh, poor black isle
1: i miss you so much they've done that with um both Baldur's gate games icewind dale and planescape Mm -hmm. torment pretty much all of them at this point i think
0: yeah i picked up the planescape torment enhanced edition because it's planescape freaking torment and that i bought Copy that! I think I've bought Fallout. the Fallout games like two or three times a piece at this point. <laughs> the first, the, the the first two, I'm talking about specifically, oh, the under, ones uh... made by Bethesda. Eh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like them. I like them fine. I enjoyed them plenty. Ben and I have had entire episodes about the Fallout games, right? Um, and we're gonna do. Oh, that that is something we are going to do, which is going to be an episode on uh, on uh, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, ah, yes. Yeah
1: which is like fallout in space which is apparently as i hear
0: similar to fallout in space yes uh because it was made by obsidian entertainment the people behind the best three fallout game in my opinion fallout Mm. new vegas
2: yeah
1: yeah Uh, i will be uh (laughs) i I finished uh fallout three finally uh so i'll be moving on to new vegas i'll I'll let you know what i what i think after and done with that new vegas
0: is uh, new vegas is my second favorite fallout game after fallout 2 i am such a sucker for the isometric uh turn-based fallout games though that uh like i can definitely understand people who will who would argue that new vegas is the best fallout game ever there is merit to that argument in my opinion i disagree because i say fallout 2 is the best fallout game in, uh, ever but you know that's I'm looking forward to it. That's matters of opinion,
2: <laughs> right? I love New Vegas. Um, you know, and I actually uh, had some uh, had some military friends from work uh, convince me to run a uh, an online only game every every now and again for them. That's based. It's like Morrow Project and and New Vegas. Nice. Uh, I love the setting of New Vegas, and I have I I don't think that there is a better um, you know opposing faction than Caesar's Legion it's true i mean you you vegas had a lot of things going for it um you know caesar's legion was a big one the ncr i love the ncr you know from the original um and you know it had a lot going for it what it where it was lacking i think was mostly its technical aspects
0: yeah but that could that a lot of that could be fixed through mods and patches and was to a certain extent
1: yeah exactly i'll have the benefit of playing it once after all that stuff had been ironed out
0: You'll probably mm-hmm. well keep in mind a lot of the iron uh, the ironing out happened by a third party. You'll probably want to look at um, kind of like kind of like you told me to for uh, Vampire Masquerade um, Bloodlines One. You're going to want to look at some like community just like fix patches. Um,
1: I'll check it out.
0: Even if you're not going to even if you're not going to actively mod the game, there are some community fixes out there that are definitely worth doing and kind of necessary if you're going to be running it on current gen hardware.
1: So other stuff I got on my list, uh, comic movies that are not uh, Marvel Studios, Um, there's uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Morbius. I don't really know what to think about Morbius. I'm kind of like, "Eh, why is this a movie? But if they did pull it off, it could be pretty cool. Uh, I am Mm -hmm. pretty stoked about the Venom sequel, though, because... um, I first of all, I just loved the first movie, and you know, we did an episode on it, and we all were, we all, we're all on the same page, which is like, this is a silly movie. It's not a particularly good movie, but holy shit, it is an enjoyable movie. It and was very remember. enjoyable, yes. Like, so uh, I, it's they're going to crank up the insanity, literally and figuratively, to eleven because mm-hmm. obviously, as the subtitle implies. Uh, hopefully they'll you know woody harrison won't have that stupid ronald mcdonald wig going on but we'll see yeah. uh, <laughs> right. god. my god that was so stupid it was yeah, a weird of, reaction because yeah. part of me was like yes they're teasing carnage and then the other part of me was like wait what what the hell is that guy?" spider-man's actor tom holland yeah be spider-man in in that as well that would be pretty cool, and that would be in keeping with the uh, the maximum carnage storyline, which I'm not sure if how how related that's gonna be. We'll see. But I I'm very nostalgic for that because uh, as I've mentioned on the podcast before, I'm, I was a huge Venom fan. Still, I am in some ways, but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's very much like if you are like 12 to 15 years old, like Venom is, you know, like Venom is pushing all the. All the tween teen kid buttons with the whole, like, oh, I'm an edgy, lethal protector. You know, like, <laughs> it was very 90s. It was very of the time. Yeah. Like,
0: it's, he, he, it's was like, a, he was one of the more quintessential 90s comic book uh,
1: anti heroes. Anti heroes. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, he was really. Uh, Uh, At the time, it wasn't so played out, you know, because it was early 90s when it was happening, because he didn't have his full-on series. He just had, like, limited series, you know, he just had, like, a six-issue miniseries, Lethal Protector, and so on and so forth. So that was part of it, too, is that he didn't overstay his welcome. Like, he would have an arc, and it would be interesting, and then he would be, you know, radio silent for a while, and then somebody else would do a new thing with him and it was cool but anyway maximum carnage was this big crossover thing where it was like you got spider-man and venom crossover. and carnage and then you got all these other supporting like heroes and villains and loke and dagger yeah, you,
0: yeah. You know, like it too was many names. it was big enough that it had a super that it had a super nintendo game
1: well yeah i was gonna say i love that game it was a lot of fun it was it was a massive run too it was something like i want to say 18 issues it was at least a dozen it was a it was a massive arcing storyline but and then they made maximum
0: clonage which was a very stupid name uh
1: yeah that is it was uh, part
0: of the clone that's, saga
1: that's the clone word. saga was one of those things that just yeah. didn't uh, end oh um, yeah well that's yeah <laughs> more like you know slog than saga that was one of the yeah. dumbest well uh, the it was whole... a saga
0: in the more in the more realistic
1: uh sense of the term well yes but you know
0: i'm not <laughs> sure how i feel about morbius for one basic, for one very basic reason. I don't like
1: Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny.
0: I don't like him as an actor.
1: I'm just, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm very, I don't know, neutral, agnostic. Uh, ambivalent? Ambivalent
0: would be the word, yes.
1: Yes, ambivalent would be the best word for this scenario. I'm very ambivalent when it comes to Jared Leto. Like, he'll show up and I'll be like, oh yeah, he did a great job in that role. And he'll show up and I'll be like, oh, that was stupid. And. I I don't know. He just kind of, he's just a force of nature. He just kind of capers in. And then sometimes I'll really enjoy his work. And sometimes I'll think it's dumb or sometimes I think it's good, but the project he's in is terrible. So it doesn't matter. Right. Admittedly, I've only seen a few things with him in it, but I really didn't like
0: Mr. Nobody. um, And I didn't much care for panic room. And, um, it was, I thought he was one one of the worst goddamn jokers I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Although I think that mainly has to do with the writing, though, because I mean, come on. It's still
0: it's still it's still uh, coloring my opinion of him. Like, I I will I will accept that it is perhaps unreasonable. Well, okay,
1: let me let me throw this at you. Natalie Portman in the Star Wars prequels. Like, she's a great she's a great actor, but she couldn't really do anything with that shit. Mm -hmm. Right so that's the way i look you at can it.
2: write it george but we can't
1: say it <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah but hey i mean it is what it is sometimes you just you have uh you have certain individuals that you have a visceral reaction to i, I yeah
0: it's a it's a like i understand I, I, I will accept that my dislike of jared leto is mostly on is probably even mostly unwarranted at the same time i don't like jared leto
1: yeah just because just you're aware of it doesn't mean you can change how you feel, right? right. There you go. So <laughs> It's like how um, Becca was saying that um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal has a very punchable face. Yes, he does. <laughs> I, I don't know that. I like Jake, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I, I, I like him too. I, he's, he's great. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. That's a very common thing. Everyone seems to agree, for the most part. Like, it's a very punchable face. He just looks like he could use a punch. Use a good punch.
0: <laughs> you know who has one of the most punchable faces I've seen in a long time? Pharma bro Nathan Skrelly.
2: Oh, yeah. I if you
0: remember know. him from two or three years ago, he bought the he bought Epipen oh, and jack the price up by like
1: oh that guy yeah Pharma Bro Pharma Bro right yes no, like, well and even without even without what he did if you just look at him he just no like he just, he, a, he just had a he just had a
0: face that lo- he he had a nose that I cranked it up that was begging to be broken
1: yeah there's just something yeah yeah he did <laughs> he he definitely had good. that look about keep in mind Geek Anthology
0: is not is is not a proponent of violence they're just saying that' <laughs> I We're just him saying him. Most, a just saying i want to punch him in the face because it, it, it would be satisfying to me it's it's all i it's, would not do that nor would i encourage anyone else to do that merely Please at don't punch someone.
1: yes is in a hypothetical situation where you had to punch this person we are quantifying how satisfying it would be
0: yeah like like That's- on a uh, on a rate of one to, uh, on a scale of one to ten i would enjoy punching him a whole lot more than i would in pu-
1: enjoy punching other people there you go so that was an interesting digression <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see for we of time here um oh um it's kind of it's kind of dovetails because we were talking about jared leto and suicide squad there's the suicide squad which is coming out at some point this year, um, mm-hmm. which will be directed by James Gunn. So that's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What I'm, what I'm most excited about is fucking Nathan Fillion is, is, uh, uh what's the guy? I can't remember the hero name, but, or, well, not Peacemaker really
2: hero or peacekeeper,
1: something like that. Anyway, it's Nathan Fillion being all cheesy villain. It's going to be great. Give me a second. Do you want to, Oh, it
0: just, Elba's playing blood
1: sport too. Um, I don't see Nathan Fillion on the list. I've got John Cena as Peacemaker. Probably mixing up the names. But anyway, it looks like a fun cast and James Gunn's amazing director. And I'm just excited about um, them getting another bite at the apple because the first Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad movie basically sucked. Like it it was it it was kind of it was kind of fun. And then like potential, (laughs) but they needed to not shoot it all at night. Yeah, it was, it was it was very it suffered from doom 3 syndrome, that's for sure. Uh and then there's a lot of it was just kind of meh and generic and like, you know, like the the things they fought were generic and yeah. also it was like Will Smith and friends. It wasn't the suicide squad, you know. Um, yeah, it was they, it was they, very they, they really that but... dead shot <laughs> like way too much. And they also I I mean, part mm-hmm. of it is Will Smith being Will Smith being all likable and shit, but way too likable to be dead shot way too like him. it's like okay i get it you want these characters to be three-dimensional but it's like stop making him so relatable it's like no this is a terrible person who killed a bunch of people for money yes he, he is literally an assassin like i don't care about your family sob story like fuck off with that bullshit it's right. like pick I mean, a lane movie pick a lane you know
0: i mean like sure uh, michael corleone
1: cares about his family but he is a mobster Right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it just bottom line is Suicide Squad um could have been a really good movie and it just turned out to be a kind of a mediocre movie. So, I'm hoping that this is a bit of a uh bit of a second chance.
0: Oh, there he is. Nathan concept. Fillion is apparently going to be playing uh TDK.
1: Yeah, a bunch of all these basically all of these people I have not heard of. Like I'm not familiar with the comics at all.
0: TDK. <laughs> um No one seems like... Sounds
1: like a bunch of second stringers. Like, he doesn't come up in the DC wiki. Wow, okay. (laughs) It's funny, because when you say TDK, it just reminds me of MDK. Murder, Death,
0: Kill. Unless he's got a different name. Give me a second.
1: So, yeah, we shall see. Oh! Oh! Use your words.
0: So, TDK, most people think that he is the Detachable Kid, Better known by most people on the internet as Arm Fall Off Boy.
1: Seriously? Arm Fall Off Boy?
0: Arm Fall Off Boy.
1: (laughs) Wow.
0: Superpower was the ability to remove his arms.
1: (laughs) Well, it's going to be hard to handcuff him. I'll give him that.
0: (laughs) He was part of the Legion of Superheroes.
1: wow okay so i mean i guess he turned to a life of crime i I don't know how he turned up in the suicide squad but or maybe he's not part of the squad he's just in the movie i don't know i thought he was part of the squad though i saw a trailer and he was prominent anyway
2: okay now (laughs) i am taking
1: hope for this movie (laughs) arm fall off boy Oh 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 my god
2: O M Fing g
0: now i know who i'm looking for that was td <laughs> no one calls him tdk because he's on fall off <laughs>
1: we have broken neil god, god I'm
0: tired and drunk. shut up <laughs> uh
1: so uh other other stuff to round out my my list here um stuff where it's it's been like known for so long it's kind of like kind of oscillate between being interested and not giving a crap uh the next james bond movie no time to die i am very much looking forward to that godzilla vs kong also looking forward to that i'm i'm very much looking forward to that in theory um but after seeing the after seeing the original uh Godzilla vs. King Kong, (laughs) it's a massive fucking disappointment. Uh, We'll see. I hope history doesn't repeat
0: it. So unlike uh, the majority of critics, or was it the majority of fans? I can't remember which. I really enjoyed Godzilla King of the Monsters.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, That was the...
0: uh... The one where he fought King Ghidorah. Uh, Yeah, it's in in relation to... um... The, the the critics didn't like it. The audience did, which was exactly the ba- which was exactly backwards of the first Godzilla movie where the critics liked it and the audience didn't particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um,
1: a, it's all kind of a blur to me at this point. Was that one of the ones that we watched and discussed? No,
0: Okay. this was, was- this was one of the, the, the this was the new one that came out uh, in 2019. Um by warner brothers i think
1: oh okay i knew, I knew that title was fully The no. us release Oh,
0: yeah.
1: oh you're just talking about, oh okay oh, okay i don't know why i was i was i was so stuck in classic mode that i just had a brain fart there no yeah, yeah no, no. i actually yeah it was really that was a i thought it was really good yeah no i don't know it's, word, yeah. like, it's like people had some weird set of expectations that you don't shouldn't have mm-hmm. going into the movie it's like it's a fucking godzilla movie
0: a and, lot of people complained about, we don't care about the human beings. I'm like, bitch, please. The humans have always been about 50% of, the, of any Godzilla movie.
1: Well, mm-hmm. not only that, but the sequel actually had a lot more monster and monster fighting in it. Yeah. Just the, the first modern Godzilla from a few years ago, it was like 2016 or something, 2018, 2018. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, a few years ago, the first Godzilla. Um, yeah, that had a lot less monsteriness in it. Yeah, that This was, one was chock was... fucking full of monster goodness. Yeah, so I, I mean you had
0: Ramon, you had you had Mothra and you had Godzilla and you had it fucking King Ghidorah.
1: And you had that douche from um, Thomas Middleditch from S- Silicon Valley in there for some reason. <laughs> what? I just just a random guy in the uh in the ship or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I really I thought that movie was amazing, and of oh. course, ah, uh, yes, those were the days seeing movies in theaters. The yes, that right. that's something that, that was a that, great fucking movie to see at the IMAX. Holy shit! Oh that yeah, was amazing. that that is the
0: thing that that is that is more than anything else. That is the thing I would like to see happen in twenty twenty one, and that is a return to movie theaters.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Like I was just starting to get my second side. of doing like maybe a a small like movie review blog on the website up and running when the pandemic hit. And (laughs) no, right. I had gotten my Alamo draft house season pass. I was going to be able to go see as many damn movies as I wanted, as long as I could afford the food. (laughs) And I could have written off 80% of the concessions because business expenses,
2: (laughs) Fucking business expenses, fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> That's like, EVA. and then the pandemic happened, and I didn't do any of the stuff that I was going to do for the business last year because I didn't have the energy to leave my house.
1: I wanted to sandwich these last couple ones in here. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. There's uh Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is like, all right, uh, question mark. I haven't really, I don't, I know next to nothing about it except hey, a bunch of old people. Doing Ghostbusters things,
0: <laughs> like I resemble very <laughs> But and I you got a lot of the original Ghostbusters back. Okay, it's Done. like
1: it's okay. I mean, in theory, but it's like it's not like I mean they're too old to really be ghostbusting in the traditional sense. So I don't know where they're gonna what direction. Yeah, no, gonna what, go. it, what
2: it is from what I've seen thus far, it's actually uh, basically relatives of the uh, of the original Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, what's going to happen? Is the original produce. Ghostbusters are apparently like, as I understand it from what I've seen as well, and keep in mind that is, is I don't necessarily have a whole lot of info here. But mm-hmm. it looked like the original team was going to be essentially passing the torch and acting yeah. in, in a mentor role because you're right. Yeah, they are work. all of them far too old to be gust- to be busting ghosts at this point
1: i mean my expectations are pretty low but uh i i I don't i don't know if i actually mentioned to you guys or not but i finally got around to watching 2016 ghostbusters and poof man that was pretty crappy like uh, that was just very very much a slog and hardly Mm -hmm. any funny parts in it whatsoever like it was pretty bad and i went into it with an open mind i wasn't like looking to hate it because you know like a lot of stuff on the internet is exaggerated when it comes to hating on things and i you know, I love the original Ghostbusters movies, but who boy, it was as bad as advertised, in my humble yeah. opinion. So uh, it doesn't I, I, have much way yeah. to go but up, in my opinion.
0: I saw lab. enough of it to be like, I'd really... Well, the
1: trailer I... was... The trailer was... The original trailer was accurate. And this is what's so funny, is that usually, you know, <laughs> trailers are notoriously inaccurate, and it's in the... Obviously, they make the... they they. They are trying to sell you the movie, obviously. Mm -hmm. They are trying to make it look good. And I remember watching that original trailer, which was a pretty lengthy trailer, if memory serves. And I didn't laugh a single time. I was just like, what is this? This is not funny. What am I watching right now? And Mm. I must say, this is a very backhanded compliment. But here goes. That is one of the most accurate trailers I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. I I hope it's good. Uh, it's not really necessary. Again, just like the last one was not really necessary. But I hope it doesn't suck. That's that's the that's basically all I have to say about it. <laughs> and then another thing that I seems hope very it doesn't suck is yeah <laughs> is there's going to be another Matrix movie, which is just like out of nowhere. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, did anyone want this? Did anyone care about this? Like, I thought that was I thought we had buried this uh, franchise in pop culture. Not, I mean. Don't get me wrong. Like I love the Matrix. Um, its sequels are questionable, but I don't I don't hate them as much as a lot of people did. I mm-hmm. I think the third one was pretty good, and the second one was at least a fun action movie. Uh mm-hmm. they aren't particularly um groundbreaking or interesting like the first one was. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are just like, oh, they were so bad. Oh, for pretend they don't exist. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like it seems like a bit of uh, overkill. Yeah. No.
0: I, I I I will I. I... I engage in that joke in a joking manner.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like
0: how I. Cheek. It's it's kind of like how I frequently make front make fun of my friend Kevin for uh, for liking um, Batman v Superman or you know as we as I like to call it Super Orphan Fight. <laughs> right. Um, as Martha.
1: Yeah. As you're gonna weird. hurt Martha.
0: Like. <laughs> I, I the, the 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 thing is, I will make fun of him by saying that it is an objectively bad movie, and it's not. It's just, I didn't like it.
1: <clears throat> well, the thing about Super Orphan Fight is, not only did I not like it, but it was like a three-hour fucking movie. Like, that
0: was definitely not if uh, it was like,
1: not in its if, favor. If you're talking like 90 to 120 minutes, that would be one thing. But when it's something you don't particularly care about, and then you're just compelled to watch it for nearly three hours, like, mm-hmm. here's the thing, too. Like, I would have preferred it was like Batman and Robin bad. Cause then it would be interesting, right? It would be an interesting bad movie, <laughs> but it was just kind of meh. It was just yeah. a whole lot of, Hey, things are happening. People are faces right. are being zoomed in on people are acting like serious things are happening. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, okay, what is this? This is like a whole movie of exposition and set up for future movies and bullshit. Like, this is not yeah. interesting to me at all. And there's like all of five minutes of them actually fighting. And then you have the Martha yeah. thing and the whole thing is, anyway. You get I,
0: also, I also didn't like the character the characterization of, well, Superman. I feel like they got his character very wrong.
1: Yeah, um, that's the other thing too, is it felt, it didn't feel, yeah, he didn't feel like him. It didn't seem genuine for some reason. Yeah.
0: And I and people will be like, people frequently are like, well, I mean, that's how Superman would be in today's day and age, dealing with social. No, he wouldn't, because right. Superman is a paragon of of virtue. Well,
1: like, not only that's that happened, his whole thing. I feel like uh, I feel like the movie conveniently portrayed him in certain ways to make the premise work, as opposed to just letting the character be the character and breathe, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like they shoehorned him shoehorned him into this big crossover blockbuster premise. Yeah. And he just he was like the idea of Superman. It was like the costume and the name, but it wasn't didn't really feel like the person. Yeah.
0: That was my that was my main gripe with Man of Steel too because I will grant that the characterization of um of Superman in uh in Super Orphan Fight was consistent with his characterization in Man of Steel. The problem there was that Man of Steel wasn't good either in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I mean Super Orphan Fight there was only like eight to ten minutes of that whole slog that was good to me most of it it was everything involving wonder woman
0: oh yeah wonder woman was fucking right. fantastic oh yeah she was um, a stander, no doubt
2: and the, and the and the warehouse fight scene sorry uh you know that was oh yeah that was
0: great where where, where batman just definitely just out outright murders a lot of people <laughs> well i Although, mean to be, to be fair, fair that's going back to always Yeah,
1: he straight up murdered people in Batman Returns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, and and uh, to and uh, to to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Um, by the way, if you haven't watched Letter Canning, it's goddamn hilarious. Uh, but um, um, to be to be fair to the movie, like this, the whole Batman doesn't kill people is yeah, he really probably does just the authors say that what he does is not lethal. It's like
1: more of a guideline.
0: Cause (laughs) Batman doesn't kill people. That's his one rule. Except for the, you know, whole, like he definitely has done things that would kill anyone who wasn't in a comic book.
1: Right. Yeah. It's (laughs) like you see situations where people would clearly be like plummeting to their deaths or having their necks broken or whatever. Right. I won't kill
2: you. I don't have to save you. Well, not even that it's
0: like well, it
1: like didn't kill
0: him you broke his neck and you dislocated and, and and like you you broke his neck and and you and you dislocated both of his legs and like then you well, left him on the streets of Gotham this is kind of like you think I mean, he's not he's going to make it out of that alive
1: <laughs> yeah I, yeah it's cuz it's like it, it reminds me of um, anakin Um, and Obi Wan at the end of episode three where Obi Wan like takes off three of his limbs and he's like catching on fire and he just walks away and I'm like, Whoa, hold on, total dick move there. Put him out of his misery. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Like that's I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's like that's just cruel and wrong. Like I mean one could the only the only the only counter argument I hear to that is oh but he couldn't bring himself to do it because he loved him and he was his brother and blah 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 and I'm like okay hold up yes, like yeah. there's there's this, there's this, this, this this concept called a mercy killing. <laughs> well, yeah, not like that true. but he's a Jedi like yeah they're supposed to be able to have like such control over their you know at least enough control to do the right thing when it's that important. -hmm. Well, you just hacked his limbs off. I mean, you'd think you could, you know, do the last bit of mercy there. Well, yeah, I mean, presumably he ain't going to survive that. He had no way of knowing that Palpatine is just going to show up, uh, Deus Ex Machina style, and put him into a big old contraption. Like he was going to have a yes, he did, because McGregor had read the script. Anyway, it was. Yeah, I'm digressing, but the we're, point we're,
0: is, we are massively it's, it's, digressed. Like, we obviously we, we went on Batman a on a twenty is, minute twenty minute tangent
1: there. There's uh, no way they're getting out of that alive when they're on the streets of Gotham and they're all mangled. Yes, like, come on, like,
0: yeah, no, Batman has definitely killed many, many. many people.
1: By the way, by the way like, couldn't he at least call him a fucking ambulance? Like, isn't that the least he could do? <laughs> It's like, yeah, no, you just leave them like that. They're not, there's no way they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to live.
0: You just pounded this person's skull into a guardrail while putting your hip into it.
1: There's so many, there's so (laughs) many situations where it's like, oh, they have an open head wound. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's like, no, actually they won't. They're going to have a hemorrhage. They're going to bleed to death. Like they will die. Just because you're not dying in panel or on camera doesn't mean they're not in fact dying.
0: it's something i really get when i played the arkham games which was like you do all these things that would absolutely just murder nearly anyone you did them to (laughs) but then you put turn on detective vision and status unconscious no no that that's that's alfred is messing with the bat computer so that bruce doesn't realize how many people he's murdered tonight
1: or at the very least they're (laughs) unconscious but they're also not going to become re-conscious they are slowly yes. dying,
0: <laughs> unconscious yeah. and dying. Yeah, they're at negative three hit points and they're Mortally not going to make their fourth save. Mortally wounded.
1: Yes, <laughs> right.
0: So we'll see if any of our predictions off. come true. Twenty twenty
1: one prediction: Batman will once again murder many people and get away with it
2: because he's the good guy. Yes. <laughs> um, do we have
0: anything we do want to squeeze in? We've gone a little over time. <laughs> It's my fault. I'm sorry.
1: No, I think we. No, I think we, we all. We, we were... didn't quick. Uh, we didn't really comment on it much. Well, what do you guys think about the whole fact that there's going to be another Matrix movie?
0: Oh, um, why? The, 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 my, I, well, I said something about it when it first got announced,
1: which was why. Why? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's about it for me too. Yeah.
0: Who is this for? Why are we making it?
1: Right. I'm
0: confused. Like the Matrix had a very definite. Ending like it was over,
1: right? They tied up all the loose ends, Mm-hmm. it's kind of like Crank Two in that regard, where it's like, yeah. yeah, he's falling out of the plane. This is that's and he's
0: on well in, in Crank in Crank One. Didn't he also like end up on fire as well? I don't or was that Crank Two? I think I that's remember. the
1: beginning of that's probably the beginning of Crank Two,
0: yeah, because I remember <clears throat> one he was he like literally his skin caught on
1: fire and. The crank, but, like, crank 2 is one of the shittiest movies and shittiest sequels of all time. But I will say this. It had one of the best continuity gags ever. Because at the beginning, or the, rather the end of Crank, he's falling to his death. And he takes the time to leave a voicemail to his girlfriend knowing he's about to die. And then in Crank 2, and it picks up, she gets the like beep, the indicator that she has a voicemail. And she starts listening to it. And all you hear is, shh. Because clearly you wouldn't be able to hear that <laughs> when he's plummeting from a plane. It's God knows You're how many thousands. Velocity, of yeah, but that that just I laughed my ass off. Like that's great. It was just so good.
0: Anyway, well, we we hope that uh, that that you all come along with us here on our journey through 2021. We hope that you remain safe. We hope that you can get vaccinated soon. Also, get vaccinated when you can. Um,
2: so we can have things like cons,
0: movie theaters, right. or you know, <clears throat> restaurants.
1: All mm-hmm. oh, those. So
0: that I can feel. So that I can not have a minor panic attack every time I leave my house.
2: Do it for Neil, please. <laughs> do it for Neil.
0: Also, do it. For, and do it for your grandma, and
2: do it yeah, for do everyone
0: else. Other right? assorted cliches. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not for America. Do it for America, right? All right, boys. Well, yeah. this has
0: been Neil, the one true Ben. And Mike. And we'll talk to you next time on Geek Anthology. All right, boys. The only problem with these wrist braces is I cannot type very well. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by... I didn't choose letters or numbers to this week. So you know what? Fill in your own letter and number this week. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McCloud. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, commenting, liking, subscribing, ringing that bell for notifications, rating, all those other things that really help build the algorithm. They really help. Really, really, they do. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by making a one-time donation on our website, www.workingtheoryproductions.com, or a recurring one, at patreon.com slash workingtheory. The final thought. Well, I mean, 2021's already off to a better start than 2020,
2: Right? Right?